That was a great half a fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's... I would like to see the other half at some point. You know, this is the thing. We, when we have these so-called super fights, I won't give it that. Okay, we were expecting a super fight. Because okay. what? Why? You had the guy that was to be the puncher. The yeah. guy that's supposed to be the boxer who works everything out, makes adjustments, and winds up winning the fight if he's not KO'd earlier, mm -hmm. which didn't happen. The first no. six, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, you know, so the first six rounds of filling out process went to the puncher, which was Lopez. Mm -hmm. Now, as we, because we're going to hit on all of this, but the thing about it, I have problem that I have with this. Lopez talked as if, now, either he's the smartest kid and his dad, and like this, either the smartest kid to step into the ring since Sugar Ray Robinson back in the 50s and 60s, because mm -hmm. he fooled everybody with the talk. I'm going to knock yeah. him out. I'm going to do this. So we expected to see this guy come charging. And I thought he would, be honest with you, because you don't think of a 23-year-old, or most of the time, you think of them as being aggressive. And I'm thinking... The way he was talking and the way he's fought in every previous fight, yeah, you would assume he's going to be aggressive, for sure. You thought he'd come out. And I think even Lomachenko thought that, okay, if this guy comes in, I'll get I, I agree with that. I think, mm -hmm. I think that was part... That was why Lomachenko's game plan looked so weird, is because it was a game plan built that was predicated on, on a false... Um, prediction, which is the guy is going to be throwing bombs the first half of the fight. I'm going to take a little bit of punishment. I'm going to give some back, and then he's going to be tired by the seventh. I think that I think that was the thought process in the Lomachenko camp. Well, which and obviously, Lo and Lomachenko, Lomachenko did what he always does, David. It's just mm -hmm. that the second half of the fight, because of the buildup that uh, Lopez had gotten working some pretty decent body shots. Nothing, you know, that was nothing. This fight will not go as the ATG, as they say on the uh, Twitter and other stuff, right? It won't be an all-time great. No, Andre Ward was freaking out at the body shots. And uh, yeah. it's like, it's, which was very strange because like, <laughs> there, there were three I saw, I could have missed some, but there were three I saw over six rounds that hit clean and they were hooks and they looked like they would hurt. Um, the rest were so overextended as Loma, like, if, you, if you've never um, trained, you, 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 you just won't understand the difference. But if, you, if I stand here and you punch me, it's going to hurt really bad. If you punch me, even if you're a heavyweight boxer, while I'm shuffling backwards, it's not going to hurt that bad. If, it's, if you're on the end of your punch, like, like you're way, way, way extended, mm -hmm. and I'm shuffling back, that's not going to do anything. But, but it will get a point, and it did. It, it got a lot of points. And... Uh, you know, I, I've been in a lot of production meetings by doing broadcasting, of course, right? Mm -hmm. And if it ever was a time when I can tell that the producers of the show told them, <laughs> you guys, you've got to make this thing look exciting, right? Mm -hmm. Because that, and, and, you know, those guys are not trained uh, broadcasters. They're guys that were brought in from the ring because their careers were pretty good. He and Timothy Bradley both. Mm. Bradley had a hard time saying anything because I know he wanted to say, like, my God, when is the fight going to start, guys? So Ward yeah, just and, 
Yeah, and Lord and Tessitore, as the name, I think it's Tessitore, was who it was. They were like, oh, every shot, you know, the guy hit him on the glove. Oh, boy, the hook. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, guys. What, what, what did I, am I, what did I miss? So for the yeah. first six rounds, he basically got nothing. Two, like you said, maybe three body shots that landed. He threw a couple of more, but Lope, a lot of those Lomachico started with his elbows. But mm -hmm. I think what he was hoping is that this kid can come, keep coming, keep coming. So what I can do, I can counter you with these shots. But, yep. you know, the kid gave him a lot more respect than he gave the kid because in the last half, Lomachenko did what he always does. Came on. Yeah. My problem was, and I think you and I were going back and forth as we were watching it, I told mm -hmm. you the judges made me very afraid because I know the judges. Yeah. Yeah, and you did. And that, that freaked me out. I'm like, oh, man, because I, I had the rounds near even, and I think most people did, but the rounds that Lomachenko won, he whooped it. I, you know, I can't say it, but he whooped, yeah. him. <laughs> whooped him bad in the rounds he won. The, round, the rounds that, that Lopez won, um, he, he landed a couple grazing body shots. But because I think a lot of the commentary was, was so overreactive in the first half, um, a lot of people online – uh, we're, we're just thinking that it was a, it was like a blowout, which I don't understand. Like, even if you, if you don't know boxing, you've never watched boxing in your life, you have to be able to tell the difference between the first half where he's taking punches, you know, on the glove or, or while moving away. And the second half where the guy's just getting like hit five times in a row, just cross hook, cross hook, body shot. Like, like Lopez, Lopez, um, was in real, real danger. A couple times. Oh, and, he had him. He stung him with yeah. a couple of shots. You know, and I said to myself, oh, yeah. would, that, would that be a 10-8 round? Because I thought that ninth mm -hmm. round could have been a 10-8 round, right? Yeah, but, for sure it could have been. Yeah, but when you start seeing the judges, it's like that. If someone had a picture of the judge that was looking at his telephone or something, right, while he was, while the fight was going on. <laughs> You're kidding that, me. You, no, they had a picture of one, not, not that particular fight, it was a fight before oh, okay. that, right? So the, really? well, she, may, she may as well have been looking. How do you, David? When you what have was it, guy, 119 or something? When you have, that's like, he didn't win a round, basically. You're saying I gave, mm -hmm. it was a 10th round that, you, how do you have a guy that's been known as the best pound for pound boxer in the last three or four years? And you give him one round against a guy, I don't care what Lopez was doing, one round, and everybody clearly knows it. The mind was, all, her mind was already made up. Yeah, because they, because they gave because they probably gave her a lot of money. It, it, and I'm ne I know I know Judy Letterman's father. I worked with Harold over at HBO. I've been knowing him for well, he passed last year. Uh, and a great guy, but I've been knowing her father for thirty some odd years, and I've known her since she was a young girl. And I know how she came up in the sport. And my thing is, how, you know better. You have to be able to judge a fight better than that. Now, for those who, who are Lopez fans and think that, well, you guys are not giving Lopez credit, I am giving him credit. Oh, no, yeah. I don't want anyone to think we're not. He fought a very smart fight. He did very what he had to fight. do. Yeah. And at the um, end I just it, I just realized it would, it would come off like that. It's, it's, it, for those listening, if you're a Lopez fan, he did a fantastic job, and we'll get into what he did well. Um, it's just that the that, – um, the other things have kind of gotten in the way, and you guys should be, I think, upset about this too. Uh, Lopez, Lopez showed a lot of heart um, taking the beating, the, you know, those last five rounds, and then coming back and making the uh, 12th round competitive. Um, I think it was a body shot, uh, like a counter body blow 
um, that backed Lomachenko up and kind of stopped his onslaught for, for onslaught, like, but only temporarily. Um, so it, it really takes away what could have been a legitimate victory scorecard for him if he'd won by by one point. Um, if he'd won by a round, I think. Um, then and then there would have been um, precedent to set up like an amazing rematch. Um, and it's it's interesting because um, last time we talked about it, uh, I said. I brought up something you bring up all the time, which is hunger. And I said, if he could withstand, if Lopez could withstand a, a beating for five or six rounds, then he might be able to land a good counterpunch and drop Lomachenko. Um, and I was partially right. It's just that really bizarrely, that beating didn't happen until, you know, the second half of the fight. Um, right. Yeah. What are your what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on the strategy overall, or if it even was a strategy? Was was um, was Lopez just that good at backing him up the first six rounds, or what do you think? I, I think that Lomachenko got a chance to see to feel the power mm -hmm. and the strength of the. It, it was obvious that the, 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 the size and weight difference. Okay. Oh yeah. Going once you got there, so Lomachenko looked like a lightweight. Lopez looked like a welterweight. I mean, that's the best way to put it. So, but you say to yourself, okay, but this Lomachenko is so everything. You know what I mean? Uh, mm. He's smart. He's the best pound for pound. So that's not going to matter. He's going to figure this out. The problem was because of, he realized, okay, if he's that smart, he realized, boy, this kid is strong. Okay, I got to stay away from him a little bit longer in hopes that he uses energy, uses his energy, and maybe seventh, eighth round, he's seventh round or so, sixth, seventh round, he's burned out, he's spent. But mm -hmm. the kid didn't do that. He did not use that type of energy, you know, that, no, he really most, that most young fighters go after, which it could have cost him that fight because, well, no, in, with these judges, it wasn't going to cost him that fight. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter. He could have laid down. You know, he could have been knocked down twice and mm -hmm. still Lomachenko would have lost the fight you know, because that's how bad the scoring was. Yeah. Now, in Lopez's favor, I'll say this. When Vasily Lomachenko started, you have to only name in the box, I think I can pronounce it easy. It's his for some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but I have no problem with Lomachenko's name. But when I, when I seen, when he started to make his little ankle move and twist and turns, Lopez turned right with him and was right there. Mm -hmm. You know, he was right with him. It, it, and that was the most, most fighters haven't been able to figure that out. No. You know, when he did that with Rosario, he did that with Waters, those guys, he did it from um, angle, even with uh, Rigandau. You know, it, he was there. He made them, and they couldn't find him. And he was okay. there with a body shot, too. That was, a, that was another thing. That was something that... Yeah. Campbell deserves a lot of credit because he was the first guy to really figure that out. Um, Luke Campbell. Yeah. yeah, that when Lomachenko has his high guard up and he moves to the outside and he starts to pivot, he's vulnerable to a body shot. And he, he yep. gave Lomachenko way more trouble than people thought he would. And it was mainly due to just that one thing, um, realizing that you could, when he's pivoting, you could get him, you could hit him in the body. Um, and that gave Lomachenko a lot, of, a lot of trouble early on in the fight, but then he rallied back and just, it just beat him down. Um, like he did with Lopez, but this yeah. time, this time it didn't work out with him. And I think it's because what they want, um, the, the promotion is they want a bright young star. 
They have Lomachenko exactly. for a year to five years at the very most. He won't win everything within the next five years, uh, most likely. I mean, he could, um, but, you know, even, even Pacquiao didn't win every fight. Uh, once he got past his 30s, he lost a lot of them. He started losing. Um, not a lot, but he lost some. Uh, he brought the odds with him, though. See, he brought the numbers. Yes. That's what matters. Man That's what matters numbers. because Pacquiao has the yes. knockout power. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think if you're going to go with that strategy, though, um, like I feel, I feel like Lomachenko just got confused and thought that he was Floyd Mayweather is kind of what it, where, he th- where he thinks he thinks. That's a good analogy. Thank you. Um, he, it's like he thinks that um, if he just, you know, uh, takes the first half of the fight off and then he could make the guy look bad for a couple of rounds. And then, uh, and then, you know, Mayweather would sometimes press the action if he thought he could get a knockout or, or, you know, just make the guy miss the last couple of rounds. But um, Mayweather got away with that because he touched the guy more than the guy touched him. It was Lomachenko's yes. strategy of wearing the guy out, but he'd still, even if it didn't hurt, I mean, some of the shots hurt, otherwise the guy wouldn't respect Mayweather at all. But a lot of the shots were just tapping the guy on the face. It's like, look, I touched your head. I get that point. Um, and, uh, and Lomachenko did, obviously didn't realize, and this is stupid to say for the greatest pound-for-pound uh, pound guy right now, but uh, he, he didn't realize that he needed to punch him to win. That's, that's all it came down to. You know, he needed, if you're going to win those rounds on points to tire him out, you need to touch your glove to his face or his body, even if it doesn't hurt him. That's the only way you're going to win. You know what, David? I'm going to tell you something. I think that Lomachenko, it's been 14 months since he's been in the ring, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the inactivity because I don't want – everybody's been inactive. I don't know when Lopez's last fight was either, but that's not what I'm going to. Not having the crowd there may have affected Lomachenko more than Lopez because hmm. he's been fighting in front of the big crowds all the time. Sometimes there's a certain synergy that comes about with a guy. You land the shot and the crowd goes, whoa, wow, you know. Yeah, you're he right. Did, he, he thrives on that. You're absolutely right. He, he yeah. thrives on that. He did not have that. Like, that sound system they have is not the same thing because you don't look over and you don't see, I don't know, Jack Nicholson. I'm just using the name, but, I'm, you know, you don't see it. That no sound system was funny, man. That was cracking me up. <laughs> did you hear when they timed it to shots? Yes. They had, yes. Some, they had some poor guy there with a button or a knob or something. Every time, <laughs> every time someone hit, the guy would push the button or turn on the knob to make the crowd go, ah! ah the weirdest the job. Thing. And I think Lomachenko was affected by that. He, whether it's New York, Vegas, or California, he's thrived off of that. He didn't have that last night. Lopez has never fought in front of those type of crowds. You know, and I mean, he hasn't had what a garden's packed to see him or the MGM Grand. They've been on cards, but they weren't there to see him like that, even when he won his title. It wasn't nearly as prevalent as when Lomachenko was here because he wasn't carrying the, you know, the, the type of, uh, I guess, the torch that Lomachenko yeah. was carrying. Olympic gold medal. So, but, and the world was watching him. He didn't have that. And I think that affected him from the fourth, from the first race to the fifth, and then maybe on down, and he realized, okay, I've got to get into this fight because the crowd's not going to be the one to bring me back. And I believe that affected him. Not like mm. I said, not the inactivity because he still looks like the great fighter. Boxing is the one sport that you can go from being the greatest in the world to when you lose, all of a sudden everybody changes their thinking about you. And say that uh, they well, always and they always thought that, of course. Yeah. Of, yeah, of course you know, I knew. Uh, yeah. 
one of the guys, one of the guys mentioned, well, you know, you have to look at who he fought. And I've been saying all along that he wasn't this guy. No, 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 no. You can say that tonight. Lopez had his night last night. He wanted, he deserved the victory for what he, but not just for staying in there, but for doing what he did enough to take the fight early enough. I, I think I told you, I thought it was going to be a draw. I, I had that. I would have preferred a draw. I, I think, I think, I think Lomachenko deserved the win based on just, like I said, half the, the rounds that Lopez won, he won with grazing shots. And uh, yes. I think, I think like, Three or three or four rounds, he landed like one hard body body shot, um, and and then the rounds that Lomachenko won, he won decisively. So if I were a judge, I I would take that into account. But I'd also take into account the inactivity and lack of aggression for Lomachenko those first six rounds. So I think the fairest way to have it is is a draw. Um, people seem to think that uh, Lopez won the last round, which I don't get. I could see an argument for it being even, but most of the stuff Lopez threw landed on Lomachenko's guard. And then most yeah. of the stuff Lomachenko threw landed clean. Um, but that's not what the um, announcers were making it sound like. They were freaking out. And that's how, but that's how television got influenced. It's like, we're not saying, oh, saying, you know, don't rain, don't piss on me and tell me it's raining outside. That's that whole <laughs> analogy. That's basically what happened last night. The announcers were like, oh, well, and I'm like, where was the excitement in round seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 10, 11, Lomachenko was doing what he was supposed to be doing, and this kid... Lopez on his face had to say, am I going to stay here? I got to survive. I got to survive. He was fighting. He was moving to survive. Mm -hmm. And I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but Larry Commissioner has it, the New Jersey Athletic Boxing Commission. I was on the, I'm on the phone with you and him last night. That's what I'm going oh, back okay. and forth with, right? Yeah. And so and the first six, five rounds, he said, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but he said, Lomachenko is winning a dance, right? Because the first, I'm not, I'm sorry, Lopez is winning a dance. Because the first five or six rounds is exactly what it was. It was a dance. Mm -hmm. Now, so seven, eight, nine, in the, in the 12th round, I'm sorry, in the 11th, start 11th round, uh, he said, I got Lomachenko by one round. Whoa. I'm like, okay, now this, you know, this is a guy I think that knows pretty much about boxing. I, at, that, at that end, I figured if Lomachenko wins this last round, he has at least, excuse me one minute. <laughs> I figured if Lomachenko wins this last round, he has at least a draw. Mm -hmm. That's what I, but, you know, the, the, and, and, and it, because no matter how you break it down, David, and you said it before, when Luke Campbell figured out that what Lomachenko was, was uh, vulnerable to, Lopez couldn't do anything about it those four rounds previous like that, because I think he was spinning a little bit. I really do. I think he went out, in the 10th round, which I thought he lost. But, you know, and like you said, at least a draw. But all of a sudden, he was afraid to throw the uppercut. They, the, the, the announcers were like, well, where's this uppercut that he throws? I'm <laughs> yep. like, guys, you know, it's not there. He threw it a couple of times, then he started getting countered. And Lomachenko's like, come on, throw that shot that you're famous for. Because when they you miss it, even I, slowed it down. Yeah, if they, I'm sorry. You were about to say if, they, if you miss it, no, then the hook, okay. right? Yeah, then the hook. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, so, sorry, I got so, I got excited. I was I was, I was, I was like, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah, they showed a slow mo. They showed a slow mo of an uppercut that didn't hit, and mm -hmm. and freaked out about it. I think it was like the third or fourth <laughs> round. Like Lomachenko yeah. was moving back, and it it like grazed right here and didn't touch his face. It was um, it's very it was very clear who they wanted the bright new young star to be. But but like I said before, this is Lomachenko's fault. 
It really is. It, and it and, and he, has no, he has no one to blame for himself. He took the last half of the fight. They should have acknowledged he took the last half of the fight and at least given him a draw. But if you stay inactive for six rounds, that you, you're leaving that in the judges' hands. That's what's going to happen. Because the judges were obviously, um, you know, excuse me, but crazy or corrupt, I think. Um, crazy, corrupt. Well, this is the ABCs of it. You know what I mean? But, but exactly. they're going to, but if, if you give a decisive fight, if you give a, if you get a decisive victory and the judges do that, then people are going to get ticked off. They're going to really want to see a rematch. There's going to be a lot of pressure against the judges. Um, if you do what Lomachenko did for the first six rounds and then, uh, and then say, demand a rematch, the public's not going to be on your side near as much, especially with the announcers acting like, uh, 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 Lopez was, was destroying him the first six rounds and really battering him up. The only thing that was missing, David, was some pom-poms on the side to go, go, Lopez, go, Lopez. That's the only thing that was missing, okay? Because it's, as we, it's the, it's, whether you're a fan, I, I, I acknowledge certain things, right? You have, I've been around this game long enough, so you have to acknowledge certain things. There's a lot of guys that are in the fights. My brother against the fight with Michael Moore. Okay, and it's going to the 10th round. It was like seven to three, right? No doubt about it. I thought Michael Moore was winning the fight. I'm like, well, the only way we're going to get this fight tonight is a knockout, right? Mm-hmm. Boom, don't want to be a hope, you get a knockout. Yeah. Loman, but, and it happens in certain fights. Certain guys have that laid back power that if you get, get you laid on, you, they know they're, they're going to get you. Lomachenko doesn't have that type of power. So, but he has the breakdown. Uh, he knows enough to break a fighter down. Mm-hmm. But it also, but what he needs is for the other fighter to do what he does so that he can be successful in that. Lopez did not do that because he didn't spend any energy. I think that once he got butted in the head, I mean, I don't think, I don't know if it was purposely or it was an accident or whatever. No, it looked but, like they ducked into each other because because yeah, what, because Lopez was denying him that angle he likes. Yes. By, by yes. ducking down with, like you said, moving with him, but also ducking down with him too. So he's trying to take away that head movement, that head slot, and then they're both trying to get to the same place at the same time. So I don't think it was intentional from either fighter. And, and so by taking away what he does, what Lomachenko does, Lopez was able to counter some of those things. Oh, yeah, his very jab, well. his, his jab wasn't the most effective. I, just, I started to have a problem because I just got sick of the announcers, and I, you know, I turned it down a little bit, but then you kind of got to go back to see, okay, let's see what they're saying. And he was mm-hmm. saying the same thing. So, and then when you get the scorecards, you go like, well, was, was somebody giving a signal to say, you know, look, I mean, listen, I've been running this game long enough to know that that, ha- that has happened in the past. There have been judges, and I will go back to the whole, and I'm going to kind of go back for a minute and talking about the history of certain fights. Mm-hmm. Lennox Lewis and Evander Holyfield fall in the garden. It was a terrible decision. The judge, one of the judges, and that just did the same thing uh, Miss Letterman did. She closed her eyes and gave a score. Mm-hmm. Basically what it was. She never got to judge a fight definitely of any significance for the rest of her career. She basically wound up retiring. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it was. And the rematch was in Vegas. And, you know, Lennox won, of course, deservedly. But that fight was probably closer than... No, I'm sorry, further, more wider than this was the other night. Because Holyfield is a spurt, was a spurt fighter. Yeah. Lennox Lewis was the guy with the jab, you know, a bunch of shots. So everybody just figured, okay, he deserved it. He, he should have got this thing. But that's what happened. Last night, 
still the fight that in the first half, third, first four or five rounds, because Lomachenko won a round in between. I thought maybe two rounds in between. And the second round, I gave it to him. And I think it may have been the fifth round, maybe the fifth round, because he won the sixth. And then after that, it just became all him up until the 12th round. And some people are saying, well, Lopez got aggressive. No, he didn't get aggressive. Lopez, no. Yeah, he came back with a couple of shots that he threw, but mm -hmm. they didn't land. I do, and, and I know a lot of judges that are my friends. And I say, do you just give a guy a point because the other guy's moving away or he's coming forward and nothing's landing? You know, you can't do that. And that's what happened last night. I think that he may have been the victim. And again, Lopez fans. He wanted. I'm not. That's we're not even taking that away from. Let he's going to enjoy. He is the unified lightweight champion of the world today. He's got Tank Davis waiting on him if Davis gets by. And I want to talk about that when we get a chance to Santa Cruz coming up. Mm. But the problem is going to be from this point on. The uh, what do they call that thing? The bullseye is right here. Yeah. Because what happens with fighters start thinking, and and you go back and look at the earlier fights in the nineties, eighties, and nineties, especially. Fighters start thinking this guy has the judges on his side, right? Mm -hmm. I can't let this thing. Go to, I can't let this thing go to a decision. I'm going to have to win this fight. And I'm going to have to go and take it. Every fight from this point on, and okay, look, it's been Lopez's mo. He's a hey, he's a dynamic puncher. Last night, I think everybody was looking to see this Tony Tiger, Tony Ayala, Roberta Duran. Uh, you know, uh, Ken Buchanan-style fights where the guy just comes out and just takes it to it. That's what make a star. Mm -hmm. That didn't make Lopez a star last night, David. It no, made I, I was impressed that he took the beating and then showed heart coming back in the last round. Um, yeah. And I think, I think yeah. he won some fans with that for sure. Um, yeah. I just am amazed that, that, that people don't understand the difference between being hit on the guard while moving away and being hit for real. Um, and that doesn't take anything away from Lopez. If you think Lopez won by a round, um, or even two, then I have no problem with that. I mean, two right. would be really pushing it for me. But, um, but like I said, it was Lomachenko's own fault for his inactivity. But, uh, but to think that, that he whooped Lomachenko, that, you know, he exposed him, that he revealed him, is, is just rewriting the history of the fight. You, you have to ignore someone getting beat up for six rounds if you want to do that. Um, you know, and, and people are going to say, you know, y'all looking at people are going to get mad for some things you say, but I'm just sometimes I'm brutally honest when it comes to boxing. But there were fights that Ali looked terrible in. A few of them, yeah. When he, yeah and, and, no, Ali's like a, Ali's a hero of mine, but I'll admit some of his later fights, um, he 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 did he didn't like the weight cut. He was not in nope. shape. He was there to nope. fight the bum of the month. You know, that doesn't take away from him fighting some of the best fighters of all time and beating him. Exactly, yeah. my brother, Frazier, Lyle, Norton. I mean, you know, you go down the list, Liston. I mean, you go down a list, there's a list of great fights. Mm -hmm. But during that period of time, all of those guys fought each other. That's what made the 70s so great. Yeah. Because they all, they fought each other. They were round robins, man. Frazier fought this guy, Liston fought this guy, George fought this guy, Ali fought, Travis fought this guy. There was, a, you know, the Max Foster, the Jerry Quarries. The, 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 there was a reason George Chevalo's name stayed in there because he fought everybody. Yeah. And once in a while, he got upset, and so did Quarry. They got upset. They, they didn't beat the top-tier guy, but they beat the number two guys like it was easy. Quarry destroyed Shaver. 
you know, and everybody says Shane Shane was the biggest punch in, in in the history of boxing, but he gets knocked out in one round by Jerry Coy. And and Chavello, uh, Chavello yeah. I think is his name, had, with like the indestructible chin, never knocked yeah, down John once. Chavello. Yeah. And he won fights with some of the guys because hell, they could knock him out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> the and Homer I, Simpson method I, of boxing, if you've ever seen that episode. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but there's always a difference in being in shape and being in condition. See, people get shape and condition kind of mixed up. I can be in shape to go 12 rounds, but what kind of combat condition am I, am I in after 10, 11, 12 rounds? I'm in no, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm taking a beating now because why? I'm in good enough shape to stay here, but I'm not in any condition to keep throwing punches. Yeah. That's why I say not rounds eight, nine, 10, 11, this kid was not throwing punches. I'm sorry. He does, he, you know, he tried, but he wasn't, Lomachenko had nullified him. That's what to me, the fight could have been a draw, and now you got a rematch, maybe in the spring because he got a real bad cut. Apparently, there's no um. Apparently, there's no rematch clause. Do you think he'll give Lomachenko a rematch? Well, if it's up to his dad, he probably won't. <laughs> you know, because his dad knows that he escaped. The whole idea is sometimes when you escape the bear one time, you don't go back into the woods looking for him again. Uh, and I think that may so. In that case, maybe not. You know, if he does, you wait because now. I don't think he has a mandatory, if I'm correct, because now he just took on uh, Lomachenko. So now he won't have to fight the winner of, of Tank Davis and Leo Santa Cruz right away because uh, they're fighting each other with the 31st of this month, of October, uh, if everything goes right. So, and the winner of that, of course, will be moving up. And hopefully they want to make that fight. But, you know, he'll probably take out six months to let the cut heal. You know, because that, that was a pretty bad cut. Yeah. I'm glad that didn't happen. I'm just glad it didn't happen in the eighth. It didn't burst out like that in the yeah. eighth. Yeah. Because that would have been a bad ending. Bad ending and for both of them. Yeah. Both of them. It wouldn't have worked. In, and the judges would have to say, okay, you go to the scorecards. And well, it wouldn't have mattered because they feel that. You know, again, go back to the scorecards. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Pro- they were probably <laughs> filled out beforehand. Oh, it was done. I guarantee <laughs> So in this case, you know, and those, like I said, Steve Weisfeld, the judge, he was one of the guys that a few years back was in a controversial decision. Uh, Judy Letterman, I got to give her, she's had all the bigger fights. They've had some of all the bigger fights in the, in the last couple of years. They've been there. And maybe they have done some, got some great decisions. But sometimes judge, these promoters start knowing who I want there before we do. It's like, okay, we want this judge here because that judge going to favor me. That's not the way it's supposed to go. That's why I say boxing is the only one you can go from being he wrote to a goat, not goat, G-O-A-T, greatest of all time, but to a goat. From a goat and, to a goat in one fight. So goat yeah. In one fight. So in his next fight, Lopez is going to, well, people are going to say, well, where's the Lopez we had before he fought Lomachenko? Knocking guys out. Now, Devontae Davis had 23 fights, 22 KOs, right? Up until the Santa Cruz fight. He's taking on a guy that's got 40, I think, oh, close to 40 fights. So we're seeing the young guys, some of them stepping up to fight some of the better guys. And that's a good thing also. Mm-hmm. But are we going to see, then you got Devin Haney out there. Are we going to see these guys, you know, stay at the weights? for? I, I want to see them stay at their weights for a change. Because now everybody's saying, well, Lopez is really not a 135. We need to move it to 140, 147. Okay, if you're escaping the run, that's what you do. But if you want to sit down and prove that you're the best, okay, I'm going to stay right here regardless of what I have to have. Excuse me, if I have to rehydrate after my fights, that's just what I'll do. 
and I'm yeah, going to trade him. Defend the, defend the title two or three times, five yes. if you really want to make an impression, and then move on up. Don't, and then don't move just on take up. off and then, and then collect, you know, collect. Yeah, collect the but that's yeah. what that's what these guys have been doing. It's all about getting on Twitter, and I'm sure Twitter. I haven't looked at it today purposely, but I'm sure that the Twitter and the Instagrams and all that's blowing up. It's it's mellow, it's mellowed out when um it, yeah okay. it's always it's always fascinating when these things happen. Um, what happened this time is that when we're waiting for the decision, it's about half and half with more people. I was on uh, Reddit um, looking at this and at Twitter, like. A little bit over half the people from the feeds that I saw uh, were thinking it was uh, Lomachenko, and then uh, the other half obviously thinking it's Tio, and then like here or there, someone was saying a draw, um, and then uh, after after the decision, everyone was like, "Well, of course, it was a total blowout." With these guys now, these younger guys, we're going to they have a chance to make boxing. Like I said, that fight last night could have been the fight. And we thought it was going to be that the fight that's going to take off, right? To oh, I forgot. People. I forgot to say, a lot of people are saying draws uh, now. A lot of oh, people draws. are saying draw. Yeah, um, uh, because I think because a couple of professional boxers said draw. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't remember who it was. I think Crawford or something was like immediately said that was a draw. Um, okay. So, so I think people are starting to get behind it. Um, to that you know, there's that they want a rematch, or there could be an outcry for a rematch. Um, I, I don't personally. I don't think Lopez will give him a rematch. Um, if there is a rematch, how do you think? What is Lomachenko's path to victory, in your opinion? And what is you make him fight? You, you, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm no, and Lopez. What's the what's the path to victory for each of them? Is what I say. In a rematch, I, I think that Lo, uh, Lomachenko will make him fight, make him fight earlier, because he never pressed him, and the whole idea. Because listen, believe it or not. Those 12 rounds were difficult. They, those, and I said that those 12 rounds are difficult. And when this kid get in, got into the 11th and 12th round, it was like, that, that, that's, deep, that's deep water against a guy like this. But yeah. the reason that he got that deep is because Lomachenko didn't press him the first two, three, four, five, six rounds. So he, he wasted no energy. You have to make the young Tigers burn the energy. If mm -hmm. you don't, they're going to sit back there and you're going to be their prey and they're going to wait on you the whole time. And that's what happened. So I think if they going back again, it, you know, if, if everything lined up, there's a rematch. But the fact that there was no crowd, and there was no crowd to go, you know how they call it, well, yeah, when they did the thing, you know, decision, that the crowd normally dictates what's going to happen. There was mm -hmm. no crowd last night. So I think with all that now, you're going to have to, it's going to be a thing where those who did not see it will have to sit because the fight came on at one o'clock almost in the morning. And I was talking on my Facebook Live. I went last night after after you and I, I went on, and I was talking to people in Japan, you know, in the UK and everywhere else. And they were saying, "Oh, well, you know, we thought we'd laugh for Lopez, and I thought Lopez won the fight." And okay, that's fine. But I also heard saw people that were saying, "Oh, that was horrible. The horrible decision. The score." So the outcry is not there because there were not eighteen thousand people screaming at this fight at the end mm. to make it where Bob Arum should come back and say, "I'm going to make. We're going to make this a rematch." regardless of what, there's no contract, the WBC, to, uh, the IBF, WBA, the well, four titles that were involved, just say, okay, do this thing right. We're going to make you have a rematch. That's what they did with Lennox Lewis and Evander Holyfield. That out, but that the crowd has more to do a lot of time with that. Without having the crowd, it's like sticking your hand in a guy's pocket and taking his wallet out. He didn't see you do it. Somebody else saw you do it, but he didn't see you do it. And you come back, oh, look here, I found this and there's no money in it. And they say, 
well, yeah, but he stole it. And the other guy, well, he, I don't know, but he, you know, he brought me back my wallet. You know, that's all I know. That's what we had last night. There was a fight that took place, a decent fight, not all-time great, nowhere near. Was it a robbery? No, I don't want to no, say that. No, definitely, that. definitely not. Either man could have won that by a round. It, it, and then, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. I would have preferred a draw. I, um, I highly doubt that Lomachenko was thinking that he wanted to wait until the seventh. But I, but I don't know how long he was planning to wait. Obviously, he still felt he had power. So my guess is that Lomachenko could have started scoring more often at any time. Um, yeah. I, think, I think that's pretty obvious. But he really didn't want to because he wanted to wait till the guy's power was gone. And the power just didn't go away. So at that point, he's just like, well, there's half the fight left. Um, I need to win every round or I need to get a, get a knockdown. Um, which I think, you know, his corner, I don't know if his dad was in his corner or who was in his corner, but I think they should, should have probably told him that at the fourth or the fifth. You know, that's what Mayweather always did. He'd always, yeah. just, you know, uh, fourth or fifth. So that way, at least, and if the guy wins a round after that, then you're still in the clear. If you start, you know, um, putting the volume together in the fourth and the fifth, the guy wins a round, that's okay because you have like, you know, an extra round to, to still claim that you, that you won um, on, on points if you need to. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think start earlier as, as for like specifics, um, I think Lomachenko just needs to like, you know, you know me, I'm usually like such a technical person, but I think rather than any general advice, I think Lomachenko just needs to risk getting hit. Because he was, yeah. I, I, like, if I were going to, uh, like, really analyze it and look into it, I couldn't suggest anything that he could do better. Because when he started to do the things that he needed to do, they worked really well. So there's, there's no, like, improvement I could see for Lomachenko uh, technique-wise. Besides, all he needs to do is risk getting knocked out earlier in, early in the fight. That's what he needs to do. He needs to risk getting knocked out if he wants to win. And you do that by pressing the guy, though. Yeah. You don't do it by stand back at the end of a guy's jab who can stand back and just hit you, especially a guy who's bigger and taller than you. It has a way you longer reach, by, yeah. Yes. You do that by pressing. And I'm saying, I think if he fights him again, that's what he does. He presses him a little bit more to make him fight. You said, maybe I get knocked down. You know, maybe I get busted a little bit, but I'm in condition. I'm, in the, I'm conditioned to go 12 rounds. It doesn't matter. The idea is to take a, I may have to take a little bit in for the first two or five rounds, but if the guy instead of doing this, I don't care who he is, eventually those arms are going to get to be a little bit weighted. But if you let me stay back and I'm just bam, pop, 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 and you're moving, he's moving, you're moving, nobody's putting anything in, the, you know, in the, 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 to try to leave something. It's that's no idea. that's shadow boxing at that point. He basically, that's what, that's basically shadow box six rounds. Shadow boxing. Yeah. So if you're driving from, I tell you, if you're driving from California to Texas, which when I was in college, I actually do all the time, right? That's a third, that's about a 1,200-mile, 1,300-mile drive to Houston. Well, you get, you, you go along pretty good driving, and you get to Arizona, you get to some gas, because the gas station's all the way along that way. But once you get out of Arizona, going through New Mexico, the gas tank stations get a little bit less and less and less. Further so apart, yeah. The point. So other than filling up every 300 miles, you start going every 150 or 200 miles. Because when you hit that spring, that spring in El Paso somewhere, and once you drive through that Midland, you got a long drive ahead. You better have your gas tank together. And I think that in his gas tank, Lopez had it there because he didn't have to drive anything hard early in the fight. 
And that's what made it, you know, like you said, Lomachenko, Lomachenko did everything that we thought he was going to do. And there's nothing he could do more except press this guy, make him fight, make him spend energy, and you hope you get him in the last seven, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve rounds like he did last night. What about, um, what about Lopez? Because Lopez, when Lomachenko started putting the volume together from the seventh round to the twelfth, um, Lopez really couldn't do anything until he just started spamming punches in the twelfth which if he wouldn't have had the energy to do if Lomachenko started earlier. So let's say there's a second fight. Lopez comes in with the same strategy, um, and, but Lomachenko starts earlier. He risks getting knocked out. He starts putting punches together. Lopez, I mean, Lopez was pretty much defenseless for about five rounds, just, just yeah. taking nonstop shots. It, does he have a pathway to victory past the first you know, four or five rounds where he's dangerous and Lomachenko makes him work? Well, what he should do is something that I think I didn't hear it, but I think someone one of the the, the, the chili to say it again. His dad, his dad told him said something about bullying Lomachenko, pushing him back. I've seen him do it a couple of times. So what in the in the rematch, what if I'm if I'm him, knowing that Lomachenko is probably going to adjust a little because that's what great fighters do. They adjust and make the changes. And I guess in his mind, walking out the ring, I could see Lomachenko's mind was like, boy, if I just should have done what I should have done. But so what happens now? If Lomachenko's going to address you by coming in at you now, you have to stand your ground, you throw your shots, and you just have to be ready to, to weather it out so and realize that this might not go 12 rounds. But it's not going to go 12 rounds because why? I'm not, 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 I'm not throwing my bombs like I always do. I'm going to keep doing that, but I'm going to be in the shape and I'm going to be in the condition to throw punches for 12 rounds this time. That's what he'll have to do. He didn't have to fight like I'm not well. He didn't have to fight hard the first. That was a dance the first few rounds. That's, I mean, I have no other way to say it. Just like when Manny Pacquiao and Floyd fought. I said, I said what they were going to get in that fight because you had two older guys that really was making a whole bunch of money, been in boxing 20 <laughs> and neither one of them wanted to get hit. Just like get hurt. I mean, it's like, nah, I'm going to spend some of this, enjoy some of this money. That's usually what you get when guys start to get the big paydays, you know. And, and that fight it went just like I told everybody, you're going to get a dance. We didn't expect to dance last night. That mm. wasn't, that was like senior prom there last night, man. You just sitting there and you're cool. And then all of a sudden, the last, you know, before the girls get dark and you start trying to pick what girl you want to take on. I mean, you know, the one you brought or you want to go with another one. That's what happened. Mm. I mean, that was basically, <laughs> that was a dance for a few rounds and the, 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 the best. No, I, I, had friend, I had some friends over who were not big into boxing. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a great introduction. <laughs> <laughs> They, they at least got excited, like, the, the last half of the fight. But the first half yeah. of the fight, I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, Lomachenko, don't go this. I thought maybe Lomachenko was injured until he started looking like Lomachenko in the seventh. And I'm like, you could have done this the whole time. You were just, you just didn't want to risk the power. That's it. Yeah. Just want to do it. And I'm like, it's one, it's 12 o'clock at night. Come on, guys. One, almost one o'clock in the morning. You know, Lomachenko is up past your bedtime. Maybe that's why fights go, fights go so early. But it was way past mine. But it's the idea is one of those fights you have to stay there. And if we don't see it all the way through the next morning, we're like everybody else because this is what we do. But the next morning, we're like, oh, man, you hear the 119. We're like, oh, man, he was, that, he was going on the first six rounds. That's what you would have said. If you didn't see the last half of that fight, you'd go like, oh, it was a shutout. It was a pitch out. Yeah, you would have been like, okay, yeah, that makes, that makes sense. Yeah, you just kept losing sense. all the rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so to be an introduction to it, was a, it was supposed to have been a great fight. I didn't expect an all-time great fight, David. I, I expected a good fight. I thought we had a polished professional against a good professional who would come out, throw bombs, mm -hmm. and 
you know, and, and wind up getting, getting just weighing down. My brother told me something with his fight with Ali when he, he said, I fought Ali like, like he was the champion instead of me. Hmm. See, and that's what happens sometimes. I thought he said, because I'm out there trying to win, take away rounds. He said, I'm the champion. I should have made him come to me. See, sometimes that, that's what you, and the young boys, and, I, and I'll say this, that's why I give Lopez credit. He laid back. He didn't get aggressive. You know, he never got really aggressive at all. In the last round, he had to throw something because I think he feared that, you know, this guy made me, I felt everything this Roman Seiko has now, he's getting strong. I got to do something. So he just fights back out of, that's a natural thing to do. But overall, decent fight. Like I said, it's not one that'll be, we'll talk about 20 years from now. We won't be talking about that one. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about perhaps the next fight that they have, or will Lopez hold on to his title to get a chance to fight Javante Davis, uh, Cruz, I think David Haney, you know, will he fight, will he, will he ever get to the point, will he move up to fight Terrence Crawford? You know, where's, uh, what's the other guy that's coming? There's another one that's back there. I forgot who it is. But anyway, you have to wonder, will, will it be that type of thing? But I'm like, like you said earlier, defend some titles with your titles sometimes in your division, man. Stay there. We've got one champion for the first time in a long, 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 long time. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> People can say, Who's the world lightweight champion? And you can say today, Teofimo Lopez. But if he starts duck, ducking and dodging and moving, we'll be right back to where we were in the last, you know, seven, eight, nine to ten years. Well, hopefully he's not. He showed he showed a lot of um he showed a lot of heart taking that that beating for five rounds and then coming out and throwing those punches, even if it was a survival thing. I mean, we've seen most of Lomachenko's um, competitors just shrink away or even quit on their stool. Um, exactly. So, uh, you know, props to him. Very smart fight. Um, very, uh, very good heart at the end. And he's an exciting champion who, who uh, scores a lot of knockdowns. So, like you said, if he doesn't duck everybody, uh, then I think that we could have a, a great champion here for a while. I would prefer there's a rematch, though. You know? But, I would, yeah, but I'm, I I'm not against Lopez. I, um, his father is really annoying, but he seems like, like kind of a nice guy. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know how much of it is for the cameras. Um, he, he seems like, he, you know, like he yeah, was just trying that. to build the fight. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, you can't make that up. That, you don't that think so? Ah, you just got to be crazy from the beginning. You know, <laughs> he had, he had, did he have all the confidence in the world? Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. And maybe... You know, sometimes guys are looking for this chance to be the one that everybody listened to my voice and everybody listened to his voice. If nothing else, this fight had everybody talking about boxing for the last six or eight weeks, and everybody was excited about the fight coming down. You know, it, it never lasts for two weeks, maybe, for the next two weeks until Tank Davis and Leo uh, Santa Cruz fights on the 31st. And the winner of that fight, then you got Errol Spence coming, you know, what, I think a week, a week after that, if I'm correct. Uh, the fight in December, and uh, well, no, a month after. I'm sorry, they moved it back. It's December 5th now. So a month later. So, you know, we've got... And then don't you know, forget we, Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. coming up, too. Tyson. Yeah. Oh, that, that's that all-important big heavyweight fight. Excuse me, <laughs> David. I put it on. You said it in a very sarcastic way. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it will, well, yeah, man, it's one for the ages, you know, that we're going to yeah, be talking well, about that for a long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> for a long time. So we'll, we'll get, we're getting the chance to see some of the better fighters, especially in the lightweight division. Maybe uh, Tyson Fury will fight in December as well. It's not going to be against Wilder, that's a fact. Or definitely uh, not Joshua. And it won't be Joshua. Yeah. So the fact that 
see maybe Otto Whalen, they say, may get a rematch, or the guy who's the European boxing champion who was the uh, world kickboxing champion for his first 13 fights, so maybe him. Uh, but regardless, when Tyson Fury fights, it's going to be a show anyway. It's probably going to take place in the UK. No, so, we got a lot of good stuff coming up for sure. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff coming up. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have a lot to talk about, Dave. And then, of course, when we do our end of the year thing, I can't wait for that one uh, <laughs> because we only got six months to cover. So it's not, it, won't that, it won't be that hard. But I'm looking forward to, you know, the next few fights. Boxing is, is, is on an uprise. And I said this before uh, the last fight, uh, the pay-per-view fight was the Charlos, even though it wasn't. Again, what we expect, it, it kind of was what we expected, but they, they lit the match. I just can't believe the views were so low, 50,000 to 60,000 people. I really, I really thought it would come out at about 100, 120,000, but the numbers were so low. But they lit the match, and, you know, with this fight with Lopez and Jeff, they didn't put it out, dimmed it a little bit, so now we go to Durbank to see what happened with that fight, into the Spence fight. And maybe somewhere along the way, we have one of those unified matches where everybody's unifying. You got a unified welterweight title on, on the same card as a unified lightweight title, along with something else. But it's a good time for boxers. Uh, I'm just waiting. We just need the crowds. And again, I think the crowds had a lot to do more with, as much with Lomachenko. Now, I said those right hands didn't have much to do with it. But I think that Lomachenko feeds off the crowd. He just didn't have that last night. And I think it had uh, something to do with it as well.